This is a weekly podcast that will be taking place observing information on the news as it becomes available on the coronavirus situation. This is just an opinion on what is happening and what it might mean for the safety of the general public. I am not an epidemiologist, but I am a person who has studied history and has studied the news over the years, and these are just observations on the news of the day. It seems to be particularly important to talk about because much disinformation is being spread on social media and elsewhere, and it's just an effort to introduce some sanity, not based on medical expertise, of which I have none, and not based on any special access to the news. It's just a slant on the news that everyone has access to. This week, it seems that there's been a problem in the president's role in trying to help Americans understand the coronavirus. President Trump has had a difficult relationship with the truth, to put it mildly, during his entire presidency. And of course, since he's squandered the, the trust of many Americans over the years, he has, is not in a very good position to be a leader on this issue, although he has a responsibility to try as hard as he can, and he does appear to be trying. But in the latest press conference, he did two things that were actually harmful to public ease and information on this crisis. First, he gave out false information on the promise of therapies, such as individual medicines that may or may not have a positive effect on the coronavirus. He expressed his optimism that they would make a huge difference and that the crisis would soon be over. This is not supported by the scientific evidence. It's not that he is necessarily going to be proven wrong, but there is no reason to think that he's going to be proven correct. And so what we need at this time is for Americans to follow the advice of the scientific community to engage in social distancing, not to presume that some magical drugs will make social distancing unnecessary. So that's one of the problems with the president's statements of the past few days. Secondly, he has bashed the press repeatedly. Uh, in, one set, in one case, just recently, a reporter simply asked the president what he would say to the American people who are afraid. This is a totally anodyne question, not provocative, and it makes sense because many Americans indeed are afraid. But Trump replied that the reporter was a bad reporter, and that is what he would tell the American people. Well, of course, that doesn't answer the American people's questions about the virus. 
And although it may not contradict directly the recommendations by the CDC to engage in social distancing, it wastes time that could be better spent addressing the emergency. Then the Secretary of State took the podium and he blasted the social media for disinformation. And as I said, this is indeed a problem. But combined with President Trump's lecturing the press about truth-telling, which is quite rich given the president's tens of thousands of lies that he has told during his presidency, and given the fact that the Secretary of State, Pompeo, has himself been accused of lying in recent times. It is rich to have lectures on truth-telling from members of this administration. Pompeo also began his little talk by blasting what he called the Chinese virus. In other words, he doubled down on Trump's tying of the virus to ethnicity, which makes no sense and is again a distraction which only divides people instead of uniting them. The fact of the matter is that the reason the coronavirus is so deadly is because we are human beings, and so were the people who originally contracted it. Whatever name you want to call it, and coronavirus seems to be a perfectly appropriate name, it does not need any national embroideries. It is affecting all humans, and all humans have to join together to fight it. That is not what is happening at the present time. We do get warnings that we can believe in, from people like the governor of New York, and this is televised routinely and repeatedly. And I would suggest that Americans should listen there. Certainly Americans should listen to the CDC and the federal government's guidelines. And again, I'm not an expert. I'm just speaking from the standpoint of news observation and political observation. However, it is probably best to listen to the CDC officials. They do dance around from time to time, and they seem to be afraid to praise President Trump in insufficient quantities. So every time they say something, they seem to have to include a shout-out to Trump and how well he is doing on the job. Once you get past that, what they say is very, very important to observe. And basically what they say is engage in social distancing, keep away from large groups of people as much as possible, do not go out of your home unless you have a necessary reason to do so. And the word necessary has to be stressed. Keep six feet away from the nearest person. If you do go out, Guard against touching your face until after you have returned home and washed your hands for 20 seconds thoroughly, preferably with Perel or some kind of alcohol-based soap, but soap of some kind for 20 seconds. And that is how, according to the CDC, the coronavirus will be brought under control 
But no one knows, no one knows how rapidly that will occur, in large part because we have not been able to test enough people. We have not had the testing kits necessary to determine the rate or incidence of an infection. And according to some experts that I've heard, you need to multiply by 10 the number of people who have been tested positive for the virus to get an indication of how many people actually have the virus. We won't have a better way of doing it, a better way of calculating it, until we have enough tests. So that is the news of the day as I critique it. It is the news of the day as I perceive it. I think it's good advice, but it is just the advice of an historian and a, an observer of the news. Trust the CDC, trust the scientists, and we will be well. It appears to me that Trump is one of the most ignorant presidents in American history. He apparently doesn't read. He shows no evidence of understanding complex issues. And in the tweets that he sends, we get more misinformation than accuracy. Well, let me just read a few tweets that have come in just in the last 24 hours from President Trump. Here's one, and I'm quoting, Hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin taken together have a real chance to be one of the biggest game changers in the history of medicine. The FDA has moved mountains. Thank you. Hopefully they will both, and then he has another tweet, be put in use immediately. People are dying. Move fast. And God bless everyone. Well, I don't know if you can spot the sheer number of errors in that tweet. What I mean by errors are statements that no scientist would ever make. And this is a time when statements should have the backing of science. There is no way that a scientist would tell anyone to take a medicine that is still in trial. No way a scientist would say, move immediately. And then Trump also says in that first tweet, H works better with A, according to the International Journal of Antimicrobial H works better with A, according to the International Journal of Antimicrobial Agents. Well, they're not talking about working with coronavirus because that's under testing. So those, that's one problem. Trump also retweeted a tweet from someone who says, New data. A French study has demonstrated evidence that the combination of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin 
are highly effective in treating COVID-19. The patients enrolled in the study showed complete viral eradication around the fifth day of treatment. Well, that also is a trial, and the trials are still ongoing. So for the president to retweet that is a form of giving false hope to people. And I say that deliberately because it's false hope because we don't know that it's true. Hope is a great thing. We need hope right now. But we do not need the kind of hope that says that it's definitely true that such and such a medicine helps when not only do we not know that, but also it is quite possible it would hurt people. And so Trump doesn't have the responsibility of saying go or no go to this medicine. But what he's doing is implying that the crisis is being solved, which of course is a political win for him. Not, not if it's solved, but if people think it's solved. If people think it's being solved, that's a political win for him. He doesn't care if things are actually being sold. He may not care if things are actually being resolved. Just as during the impeachment hearings, we learned that he said that Ukraine did not actually have to investigate the Bidens. Uh, all they had to do is say they were going to investigate the Bidens, and that would be good enough for him. So this is the problem with having a con man as president, as far as I'm concerned. This is the problem with having somebody who doesn't understand science or anything complex as president. Three days ago, he tweeted something from Mitch McConnell, who said, it is my intention that the Senate will not adjourn until we have passed significant and bold steps to help our strong nation and our strong underlying economy weather this storm. Well, that was three days ago, and they still haven't passed anything. So what, so what Trump is peddling is good news, but it's not really news. It's fantasies about what might happen if everything works right rather than solutions to problems that we have right now. Trump also retweets Republican tweets. Democrats are the enemy to him. He has no concept of being president of all the people, not just Republicans who happen to support him. And therefore, in his official tweet, which is an official government record, he only retweets Republicans. So we not only have the most ignorant president ever, we also have the most partisan president. And this in a national health crisis emergency. Hopefully we'll have better news to report next time.